Captain, tell us about he who laughs. Oh. Yeah. 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 He who laughs? He's a god from my culture. These fuckers love hearing about him because the ship's named after him. Also, you tell the story real good. Tell us how he got his laugh. Yeah! 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 Alright, alright. Shut the fuck up and settle down, or I ain't telling you shit. Someone get me a drink. Laughs was a trickster god. He was a god of the hunt, and he was a god of honor. The sound of his eerie Wait. cackle. Wait, how can you be a trickster god and a god of honor? Aren't aren't those like opposites? Gods contain contradictions, just like people do. You're antisocial, and yet you're drinking with the crew. Fair. Anyway. The sound of his eerie cackle was well known to the inheritors. It made their hearts pound fast and the thrill of the hunt sang in their veins. To hear his laugh was to know he was nearby, and either you were blessed on your hunt or would soon become prey. But it wasn't always like this. There was a time before he found his laugh when this god was young and still finding his way in the world with his siblings. One day, he heard a new sound in his forest. Laughter. It set his fur on end as it echoed between the trees, sounding like it was everywhere at once. He had never heard laughter like this before. It sent fear through him. He wanted to turn and run from the sound. So where could he go to escape it? And at the same time, the laughter pulled at him. He wanted to find it. He wanted to laugh along for the joy of the sound. He wanted to join that echoing sound and follow it back to its source. Now luckily for the godling, the source came to him stepped out of the shadows between trees as the laughter died away. This creature was tall, like him, but unlike him, it had no eyes, only a wide, grinning mouth 
that chuckled when the young god was startled by its presence. Who are you? I've never seen you here before. Are you a new sibling? He asked curiously. No, you wouldn't have seen me before. And no, child, I am not one of your siblings. I am older than this world and its sons. The odd creature circled the young god, then asked, Would you like to play a game with me, young hunter? Its voice was like black smoke. What sort of game? His ears perked forward with his interest as he watched the creature, head turning to keep watching its movements. More of a contest. See who can bring back the best hunt before the second sun sets. If you win, I will give you a gift. And if you win? The creature's grin got impossibly wider, laughter bubbling in its voice. Oh, should I win? Then you are not much of a godling. This made the young god puff his chest out indignantly, his honor having been called into question by this strange creature. I accept this challenge, then. I am the finest hunter of this world. You stand no chance. The creature cackled. We shall see. Remember, when the second sun sets, we meet back here, little god. And so the hunt began. The young god quickly lost track of the strange creature and was alone in his hunt. He caught a few small prey in quick succession before hearing something call from nearby. The sound led him to a large animal, ensnared by a tangle of bright, thorny vines growing at the base of a tree. Please, help me! When I try to escape these vines, they tighten around my leg! I cannot get out! The prey creature begged the young god. He stalked around them for a moment, taking in the situation, before bringing his sharp teeth in close and biting straight through the vines, freeing them. Thank you. Thank you for freeing me. You are truly kind. The creature bowed their head low before loping off. Had he been sick or injured, prey such as that would have been good to take. But he was sound in body and did not need to take the life of something helpless to sustain himself. And so he moved on, hunting down the scents of smaller prey again. By midday, he picked up the scent of another larger prey creature. When he found the creature, it lay dead in a clearing. The weapon of an inheritor speared through it. He sniffed the carcass and tasted the blood that still seeped from the wound. This kill was still warm, which meant that the hunter was nearby. He turned and moved on again. Taking a kill that was not his own was un.
unthinkable. To steal from another hunter was to harm everyone who relied on them. No, the young hunter would not take that kill, no matter how large the prey. The first sun had set by the time he caught the scent of another larger creature. He tracked it through the trees and underbrush, moving fast. He needed to catch something large, something impressive. Something to maintain his honor and prove he was the best hunter to that strange thing. He caught sight of something ahead, a flash of movement, and bolted after it. He would catch this prey and bring it down. But no matter how fast he ran, whatever this was seemed to always be faster. And he was growing tired, tongues lolling from his maw as he panted, paws thudding against the forest floor. He could still smell it, whatever it was. He had to catch it. Finally, Another flash, something ahead. It was so close. And then the goblin saw it and nearly toppled head over heels as he tried to stop in his frantic race. The beast stood at the edge of a ravine, facing down its pursuer, claws dug into the earth beneath its feet. And upon its back, two smaller creatures, like little copies of the beast before him, babes being carried upon their mother's back to escape certain death. He stared at the mother beast and her young, his desires at war with the honor in his hearts. He wanted to win this contest and hold tight to his claim as the best hunter of this world. But not if it meant this. He backed up several steps and bowed his head to the beast before him. It stared back at him, mouth open to hiss a warning. And so he turned, and he left. He would not kill a mother and its young. Not for this. Not for games and contests. His honor was not worth that stain. The second sun began to set as he made his way back to where he had met the strange creature, the weight of his kills on his back a reminder that he had barely hunted at all. That this strange creature would likely win. And upon entering the clearing, his fear was proven true. A large grazing animal lay dead in the clearing, with smaller kills resting beside it. The goblin lay his own catches on the ground, bowing his head in defeat. Pick your head up, godling. It's unbecoming of you to look so glum. The creature's voice rang out in the clearing as it stepped out from behind its catch. Why, you look as though you've suffered a great defeat. The smile stretching across the creature's snout felt mocking. Because I have, I did not bring back the most prey, so I have lost to you, and therefore lost my honor. He could not keep his gaze on the creature. If I recall, it stepped forward towards him. I said, best hunt, not the biggest prey or the most prey. It stalked around him once before sitting in front of him, grin never wavering. 
A good hunter knows the best hunts are spent hunting worthy prey. The best hunters know when to let prey go. And it seems to me, its head tilted, that you were the best hunter of the two of us. The goblin now stared at the creature with wide eyes, not quite believing what he was hearing. But that is just what you do. We do not take unnecessary lives. The creature's grin softened into a fond smile. Exactly. That is why you have won this game of mine. Three times you were presented with easy prey. And three times you turned away. It stood and stepped forward until they were nose to nose. So I give you a gift, honorable hunter. May it serve you well. <laughs> Laughter rang out then, first from the creature, then from the goblin. It bubbled out of his throat, and he felt himself grinning wide like the creature before him. Their laughter echoed through the trees of the forest, catching in their leaves and riding the tails of the wind. And that is how he who laughs got his laugh and his name. <sighs> Alright, there's your story, you fucking heathens. You happy now? Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah! <laughs> Alright! <laughs> I'm sick while I'm recording this. It's fine. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, all sound effects came from freesound.org under Creative Commons Zero License. And the theme Willow and Light is by Kevin McLeod uh, at incomputech.com. Thanks for providing us with that sweet, sweet music, Kevin McLeod. If you like this podcast and you want to hear more of it, please check us out on Twitter at Hope's Hearth Pod. Uh, and on Tumblr at Hope's Hearth Pod. And you can find other podcasts like us at Hearthside Enclave on Twitter and Tumblr. Uh, thanks. Bye.